Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello. Today's show is brought to you in part by our Patreon page at BobSeskaShow.com. Absolutely the best way to support this podcast. You can sign up for as little as a dollar a month or as much as $15 a month. In fact, if you sign up at the $15 per month level, you're going to get our Tuesday and Thursday shows presented without commercials. We take all the damn commercials out for you. Plus, you'll also get two post-mortem mini-shows recorded after the credits on our Tuesday and Thursday podcast and... You're also going to get the subscription-only after-party podcast on Fridays with its revealing discussions about sex, drugs, rock and roll, and politics. Again, that's bobseskashow.com or click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. It's a different world, feeling alone, and sometimes feeling helpless. But for over 240 years, we've been there with you. We're the idiots. And we'll continue to do what we've always done, ignore science, ignore facts, ignore the welfare of the majority, and do the f- whatever we want to, whenever the f- we want to. Now, more than ever in these challenging times, we'll be there and finding ways to stay close, irresponsibly close, criminally close, (laughs) hugging and spreading our message along with a contagion. We're the idiots and we're here for you. Well, mostly for ourselves. And we'll stay here, whether you like it or not. Bob Seska! Hi, Bob! Oh, hi, Bob! Hi, Bob! <laughs> Hello! The Bob Seska Show! <laughs> oh, man. The perfect bit for my mindset these days. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, September 15, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Day 1,335 of the Trump crisis, 49 days, 49 days until the 2020 presidential election, seven weeks from today. Oh, and look, sitting right over there, his real name is... Mike Elson. But we call him Buzz Burbank. How you doing, Buzz? By the way, that's uh, four and a half Scaramucci's. <laughs> I know. People like me to keep track keep of that. Here's the here's the other thing they don't tell you about the idiots mm-hmm. who've been with us for 240 years. They're reproducing now at a faster rate than ever. Oh, uh, shocking. They're, shocking! they're producing producing more idiots <laughs> like rabbits. Well, hi everybody. Oh, uh, hi. He's he's Bob. I'm Buzz, and uh, we bought these new memory pills. They advertise on TV, but we keep forgetting to take them. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know what makes us forget. Uh, wow, a lot of a lot of social media buzz about actor uh, Chris Evans accidentally posting a photo of his penis. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Marvel Universe says it's now considering giving Captain America a promotion. <laughs> That's how impressive. That's right. His performance was. So uh, this week, uh, Trump said he might remain president for another ten to fourteen years. Mm. Well, the joke's on him. If he wins re-election, there won't be a country that long. Aha. I'm laughing to keep from screaming. I'm sorry. Are these supposed to be funny? I didn't get the memo. 
Uh, Trump also said he thinks the, that Joe Biden's on drugs, mm-hmm. uh, taking drugs to sharpen his mind. Uh-huh. He also accused Biden of bogarting. I hate when people do that. Uh, Trump is so desperate at this point in the campaign, he says he may even spend his own money Mm -hmm. to try to win re-election. And by his own money, of course, he means other people's. Of course, always. He's a cheap always. Sometimes not a joke, just a social commentary. (laughs) And to wrap it up, New York uh, billionaire Mike Bloomberg says he'll spend $100 of his own money to try to defeat Trump. And you would think that uh, this would be a very proud moment for Bloomberg, that he'd be very excited, but no, he's still walking around with a long face. I'm lying alone with my thumbs on the phone, tweeting all night till it hurts. We know that we're screwed, but what else can we do? Our country is torn apart. I wish we could carry the Senate and House because all these times seem so low and if we're to believe Michael Cohen will sing when today we don't really know we don't really know I'm all out of fucks what is all this to do I'm sick of the right being so wrong for so long I'm all out of fucks what is all this to I'm sick of the right being so wrong for so long. I'm all out of fucks. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Mike. A yeah. classic oh. Rocky Mountain Mike right there. And, yeah. and one that you and I are both in a mood for today. <laughs> Absolutely. And here's how all out of fucks I am. Okay. okay. You know what, Buzz? I've got a Karen story. I've been dying to tell this story. In fact, I good. almost tweeted out this story the other day. I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to save it for Buzz. I'm going to save oh, this good. for Tuesday. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not that great. I mean, I'm overhyping it, as I usually do. Uh, but, uh, it's okay. We could use the distraction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, one of the things that I like to eat is I, I like to eat the yogurt. I have uh, yogurt basically all day, every day. I just eat a ton of yogurt every damn day. Elvis. Yeah. Elvis tried that. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm exactly but, like Elvis. But we dig- we digress. Yes, yeah. so I have the saran wrap girdle <laughs> that I uh, apply every day and all the rest of it. You know, the <laughs> five hot fudge Sundays in the morning yeah, and I just pass out. It didn't work for him, but it's working for you. No, so I go, go with the yeah. You go with the yogurt. You gotta get me some TV glasses is what I need. Um, but no, see, I have this yogurt, and I, there's one flavor that I really like, and I've talked about this on the after party. I'm not gonna name names. I'm not gonna name brands here because they're not giving it to me for free. I have to go buy it. I have to scour the, the countryside for it. And so the other day, I ordered it delivered through one of those grocery delivery services. It never showed up. It never. I got screwed. So I had to actually throw on a mask. I had to get the hand sanitizer and all the rest. It was like gearing up in his hazmat suit, basically. And I went out to this department store where I know that they had it in stock. Went to the back, grabbed a big giant pile of yogurt, big uh, grocery cart filled with yogurt. And I go to one of the checkout lines. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing there in the checkout line, socially distanced, as we all are. And, of course, everyone in the department store wearing masks, everyone obeying the rules. Excellent. Excellent. Except the Karen in the next aisle over, who had a mask, but it was pulled down around her neck as she was was talking loudly on her goddamn cell phone. And see, the way this works is if (laughs) one person who happens to have COVID-19, goes into this department store, refuses to wear a mask, and then starts yelling at the top of her lungs on her cell phone, it tends to go everywhere, right? It gets on the shopping cart. It gets on all the little uh, checkout aisle products there, the chewing gum and the candy bars. I I hear it's airborne. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Trump said back in February that it was airborne, did he? Uh But I'm scowling under my mask, right. and if, finally, if, now if we can't see your expression with a mask on, you're not you're doing something wrong. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I just decide, fuck it, because I'm all out of fucks, as that uh-huh. song uh, connotes. Yeah. So I say, put on your goddamn mask through my went, mask. So it, <laughs> went straight for the profanity. Okay. So of course it sounds like this. Put on your goddamn mask. Put it on. Uh huh. And it's just uh-huh. muffled. Um, and so the woman clearly hearing me, because I, I tend to be. Uh-huh. 
People tell me I'm a loud talker, Buzz. You, and you, well, you and I project. We both project. <laughs> yes. I, I remember more than one occasion standing in your newsroom at WJFK telling you a story <laughs> and you going, uh, Bob, indoor voices. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I really do that? Maybe oh, once or dear. But See, I deserved I've, it. I deserved I've, it. Well, and then on the other hand, the other truth is I've been old since I was young. <laughs> So, she could clearly hear me, and so she uh, stops talking to whoever the fuck it was she was talking to on her cell phone and goes, Who just told me to put my mask on? And I said, I just told you to put your mask on because you need to put your mask on. Bob's and, very tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she said to her friend, Some fucker just told me to put on my mask, so I'm going to hang up now and put on my mask. So I actually successfully got, uh-huh. got a hey. Karen to put on her mask. Well then, yeah, and there was and no, she, there were no fisticuffs, and she didn't ask to speak to the manager or anything. Huh? Yeah, no, she didn't run over to me and start well, throwing down. Not, no, there was no uh, you know fight or anything like that. It's a great, inspiring story. It's an important story because it reminds us all that when we speak up, whether we're hearing somebody say something racist or we see somebody not wearing a mask, speaking up makes a difference. We've yeah. been too timid about those things for too long and so good for you for speaking up and i mean that very sincerely on the other hand as karen's go not so much <laughs> no she, i think she was kicked out of the karen club for not trying to punch me or something yeah, or throw anything yeah. at me or complain She's to the manager not, not angry enough to fully qualify I no definitely definitely yeah. not but i mean the reason i did that is because i'm in yeah. this frame of mind right now where mm-hmm. i am just so beyond pissed off so beyond out of fucks when it comes to the rank idiocy the idiocrats who exist among us the 40 percent of the population or whatever your number is just screwing us all i mean literally screwing us all by november 3rd we will have been in this madness for nine months november will be nine months of time spent locked inside trying to do the right thing while all of these shirkers go running around spreading the virus whether it's the trump rallies or whether it's the people going to the beaches or the sturgis rallies or whatever the hell I am just at the end of my goddamn rope, Buzz, and it's to the point where it's now manifesting itself in not just anger and and rage and fury, but also just despair because, you know, we're we're, we're 50-50. It's 50-50 as far as this election goes. I mean, obviously, there are nuances to the polls, but I mean... yeah. That yeah, and and typically presidential races get closer as election day gets closer. Yeah, uh, we're all still astounded that Trump has the level of support that he does, which just shows the, how dug in the the right is. And as you uh, alluded to a moment ago, a, a lot of that is just about as you've always said, owning the libs. Yeah, uh, that you know that's and they're so jacked about that prospect, that ongoing prospect mm. that uh, they they are motivated. The the good news is we do outnumber them. It's not yeah. quite 50-50. It is close, and we should certainly act and behave, uh, participate, and vote as if it were 50-50 or worse yeah. for Biden uh, b- because we, we can't afford to, to lose, it, with it being this close, we can't afford to lose a step. Right. And again, I, I you know whatever you can do, if you can volunteer, if you're young enough and healthy enough to volunteer as a poll worker or know someone who's just laying around the house, uh, have them do it. Uh, we need the, the the people. I, you know, one of the things I hear is uh, get get people, other people to vote. Well, I don't know any people. I mean, I, I'm, I'm. I'm sequestered. I'm yeah. I'm sequestered in this news cubicle uh, for for much of the week, and and uh, what little contact I have with humanity occurs uh, sometime between oh Friday morning and Sunday evening. Yeah, and, yeah. And if if I don't have you know if I don't have contact with people, then then there's I mean I really am, and so I don't really know people that I can you know encourage to vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and I do stay busy. I like to think that what I do and and uh, what you do uh, are contributing to that effort. Yeah. But we, we do need manpower. We need, we need, we need feet on the street uh, or on the phones. Uh, don't put your feet on the phone, but <laughs> we need, we need people, you know, involved and, mm-hmm. and more active. This is the time to get up and move because it is close enough 
to be concerned. I think I, I'm confident in the end we're going to win this, but only if we are completely engaged, completely yeah, involved. Yeah. And I understand. And we're all just freaking exhausted at this point. I, I too, was in despair and withdrew from social media over the weekend because I'm at the point where I don't know what else to do. Uh, you know, I see I see everything that you see and then the, the latest this morning about forced hysterectomies oh, on God. women in, in ICE detention. Uh, and, and you think, well, is there... You know, it's, it's something needs to be done right now yeah. about that and a lot of other things, but we can't with the Trump government in the way. So it feels like our only alternative is to wait for Election Day and, mm -hmm. and, and to wait for Inauguration Day. And my God, can we hold up that much longer? It's just... Whoa, this is hard. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, and it feels like all of these stories, Buzz, accumulate into what I would consider to be an erosion of democracy. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, it was never going to be Donald Trump snapping his stumpy little fingers and going, eh, no more democracy. No, it's it's a series of small cuts. It's, it's just an eroding process. We're just peeling away parts of it with one story after another, after another, after another, until suddenly we wake up one morning and it is gone. And my, it's coming to, it's yeah. coming to a head and re-election. I think yeah. would be that would be that point. <clears throat> but even if we win this, even if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris pull this one out and there are mm -hmm. some polls, a lot of good polls showing that as a distinct possibility. Mm -hmm. My concern is that the idiots, as Richard Hensel was talking about at the top of the oh, show, sure. the idiots, the oh, my God, the idiots. I mean, that one Karen. And mind you, again, I repeat, everyone in that department store that I was in, and I so seldom ever go out anymore because of this goddamn shit, but everyone was wearing masks. Everyone was doing their yeah, duty as Americans to defeat this, except this one person, but all right. it takes is that one, one person. person. And, I and I just, how did she not get the message? I mean, again, we've been in this for eight months now, and by now you would think that grown-ups would go, Hey, you know what? Maybe it's a smart idea if I wear a mask in public, you know, because of this deadly pandemic that is keeping us completely in a process of stasis in this country as we endure the madness. And so, but no, that lesson is not getting learned by these people. And I don't get it. The, the Nevada rally. We saw the running of the idiots the other day yes. at the outdoor yeah. rally. And, and the crowding. You were saying it only takes one person. Look at the yeah. crowding at uh, Trump's first indoor rally since June. Yep. Uh, no masks, uh, crowding, shouting, chanting. Mm -hmm. uh, that's also how. And a lot of us have said, you know, uh, maybe cruel and un unreasonable things like, I wouldn't mind if they all died. Yeah. Uh, I understand where that emotion comes from, and, and I hope that we don't really mean that. Yeah. But at the same time, what we all know is it's not just them. They mm -hmm. will take that back into the community. And you saw, even though they represent a voter minority, you saw how many there were of them. Yeah. Uh, those people are all going to go back to their suburbs and their, their jobs and their schools. And, and continue to spread this. As yeah. you've said before, this is never going to end unless and until January 20th when Joe Biden becomes president. And that's why this the only thing, I mean, and this is pathetic because, for example, these forced hysterectomies, that, that stuff needs to stop today. And I can only hope that court action will make that happen. Yeah. Otherwise, there's really nothing we can do legislatively or judicially or even as private citizens to make that stop except to vote on November 3rd or yeah. before, uh, preferably, uh, and uh, and hope that, it, that we can make it all stop. Yes, we are headed for the end of democracy and we're getting dangerously and frighteningly close to that end, but we have a chance to turn it around if we can just do things like help these poor women between now and Election Day yeah. and all the other crises and that need to be dealt with. Yeah, you need some motivation. Look at what's happening at the border right now. I mean, this is Nazi stuff. This is uh, Mengele, oh, yeah. Joseph Mengele yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. bullshit awfulness Absolutely. that it just peels away at the soul of America. The fact that they found a gynecologist somewhere outside oh, yeah. of the system, brought this sure. gynecologist in, who is performing all of these unnecessary surgeries, these, sure. these his, radical hysterectomies. But someone will go in for an ovarian cyst. Doctor says, okay, we're going to take care of this. Suddenly, 
you're completely infertile because the doctors decided we're going to take out your entire uterus. Yeah, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. It, 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 it's so clear what they're saying. We don't want you reproducing, and mm-hmm. we don't want you reproducing here. Yeah, I mean, it's one ghoulish thing after another, and it all leads me down this path of doing what I can't help but to do, and I wish I could resist staring into what I call the burning Chernobyl reactor of what if. What if Donald Trump wins this election? There's the anger side, which is what, I, what I'm uh-huh. looking at and observing every day. The idiots all the way to the idiot-in-chief right. Donald Trump and the rise of idiocracy in this country. But at the same time, uh, what is causing despair in me is what if that, again, staring into the possibility well, of what happens if Trump. Yeah, wins. you got to balance that out. I mean, I let me be let me let me try to be everybody's Zen master here. I, do, I, under, yeah. I understand. I understand the source of the anger and it is in that sense justified. But for your own health and well-being and good, uh you need to make sure that that doesn't consume you and that it's yeah. not your only focus. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we have to consider the worst that can happen. I opened up a file here on my desktop a couple of weeks ago uh, about, uh, it contained an article or two about the worst that could happen, but I wasn't ready to deal with that yet. Yeah. And um, now it's the, the folder is full of stories <laughs> about, about the worst that can happen. In yeah. other words, uh, this is this is uh, journalism's way of telling me uh, it's time to deal with this subject. So uh, that's one of the things I'll be looking at yeah. uh, going into as I as I write this another epic massive newscast this week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the other thing. Again, these are all stories that we should be hunkering down to bask in as the American people, whether we're journalists in all of this or whether we're just rank-and-file citizens. Some of these stories we really need time to digest to get the full impact of how brutally awful and how unacceptable it all is. But we don't even have that time because as soon as we get ready, as soon as we hunker into one story, something else comes up. They're all worth paying attention to. I mean, I'm looking at the revelations from Woodward's well, mo- book. Most most of them are urgent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these, uh, these revelations from the Woodward book, I mean, just one uh-huh. bombshell after another that should force Donald Trump to resign. Every single newspaper in this country, their editorial not. board should be publishing op-eds that say, Wouldn't yeah, do any good. He's got to go. Mean- uh, and many of them already have, and uh, it didn't do any good, and it wouldn't yeah, do any good yeah. if all of them did, and perhaps all of them should. I'm not saying they shouldn't. Yeah. I'm just saying uh, nothing's going to happen. Right. Uh, this is. I'm more concerned. I Like I said, I have an appreciation for understanding the worst that can happen, for being mm-hmm. aware of and properly motivated by the worst that can happen. Yeah. But but I think we, you know, I, I, like in my case, I, I have another emotion to deal with, and that's the despair and the helplessness of feeling that there's not much more I can do on top of what I'm already doing yeah, yeah. to to uh, cure this disease, to, to stop this, uh, this corruption pandemic in its tracks on mm-hmm. November 3rd. Uh, or, or at least by January twentieth, and and again, uh, the helpless feeling comes from the time between now and then. Yeah, uh, I'm I, I'm I'm just trying to figure out how we bridge that gap, how we make that jump from here to there and survive it uh, with all of the things, the daily revelations, including the latest from the border that that keep coming at us. Uh, because as I said before, these are all things that need to be dealt with today, not. Four months from now. That's right. And, and along the lines, I, I think we need to, in the course of <laughs> talking about the dark side of all of this, I want to yeah. bring up these poll numbers because the latest poll yeah, numbers, please. especially out of Wisconsin, I mean, CNN just released a new poll out of Wisconsin that's really, really encouraging and showing mm-hmm. us kind of a window into where this is all headed. Now, this is all along the lines of being positive news. Um, This is a a poll from September 9th through the 13th. It's likely voters, which means people who are planning on voting if they haven't already. Uh, Right now in Wisconsin, generally, it's Biden 52, Trump 42 in Wisconsin. Now, the breakdown by demographic is kind of revealing. That's leading me into my next point of conversation here uh, before we get to Bob Woodward. Uh, People younger than 45 years old. Biden leads 58 to 37. Uh, People 65 plus, Biden leads 60 to 36. 
That's a big fucking deal right there. That is a huge poll number because, of course, as we know, people in that 65 plus age group, that demographic invariably vote in every election. And we're talking about Wisconsin, which is the centerpiece. I mean, Joe Biden basically has to win all the Hillary states plus Pennsylvania, Michigan and and Wisconsin. And then he wins or some uh, variation of that where he could he could win Arizona and then not have to win Wisconsin one way or another. Um, The way it all balances out is uh, it remains to be seen. But Wisconsin, obviously an important state. And what I'm seeing here in this 65 plus number kind of connects up with something I've been talking with my mom about a lot lately. When Whenever we have a conversation, she's always bringing up the election and where I think uh, things are headed. And she, of course, uh-huh. by and large, agrees with us and supports uh-huh. Joe Biden and so on. But yeah. there are a couple of things that are freaking her out right now. And the first thing is, as of November, it will have been nine months in the midst of this pandemic right. without any end in sight. Now, for someone who's in their mid-70s, nine months is a long time mm-hmm. to go yeah. without seeing your family, to go, go without seeing your grandkids, to go without seeing your kids, without traveling, and all the rest of it. You want to use that time as best as possible. Being yeah. locked down like this is really upsetting to a, a lot of people in my mom's age demographic. Yeah. The other thing, and maybe I'm reversing the order of importance on this, the other thing is... Donald Trump's payroll tax holiday and the possibility that that's going to become permanent is weighing heavily on that age group. And because they are now concerned that there will be no Social Security by 2023, which is what the actuary reported the other day. If Donald Trump's payroll tax holiday becomes permanent, as he has promised, there will be no Social Security trust fund as of 2023. And that's freaking out people like my mom. And so I think we're seeing that in the poll numbers with these uh, 65 plus poll numbers showing Donald Trump hemorrhaging support among retirees, older voters. And then, of course, there is the there is the. Uh, yes, you can go die. You can feel free to die. Kind of attitude yeah. coming from oh, the White and, House. and attack and attacking the military. The, yeah. And as you mentioned, the lack of COVID response. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of reasons for seniors uh, now to oppose uh, Donald Trump, and, and they do uh, by much greater margin than than uh, they they favored him yeah. in, yeah. in twenty sixteen. Uh, the New York Times Siena College poll. Uh, it talks about suburban voters. It says that in Minnesota's suburbs, uh, Biden leads by with a 20-point margin Wow! over, over Trump. Uh, they only give him five points in the Wisconsin suburbs. Uh-huh. Wisconsin's kind of a kind of a funny state. Yeah. And speaking of funny states, uh, it really, a lot of this depends on Florida. Yeah. Uh, it, it, as I read it, most most believe that Trump really can't win re-election if he does not win Florida. And I have some good news for our people today, and that is that unlike other states, unlike other red states, Florida counts its absentee ballots and mail-in votes before and on Election Day. There you go. Uh, which means when Florida announces its results on November 3rd uh, at about 11 p.m., uh, we're we're gonna have a pretty good idea of of who has who, of who has the lead, yeah, and yeah. it's and and the scary part is uh, the race has gotten tied dead even in Florida <laughs> yeah. between Trump. And, hey, there was a gap. It was a, a a month ago. Florida was a blue state in this regard. Uh, now it's exactly purple. Yeah. In fact, I'm looking at the 270 to win map, which is mm-hmm. basically they just take either the latest poll or a poll average for each state. There's no methodology right. to this other than <laughs> doing simple math to uh, divine the uh, average year. But I mean, okay. according to 270 to win, the map is showing uh, Biden at 272 and Trump at 119. Um, But but there are still a lot of toss-ups in this particular map, even with Biden at 270. Florida toss-up, North Carolina toss-up, Ohio toss-up, Nevada a toss-up, Arizona toss-up, Texas a toss-up. Unquestionably, the the polls are bad for Donald Trump and he's earned them. I think we still haven't seen yet the effect on the polls from his attacks on the military. I think, you know, the polls tend to lag a little behind actual mm-hmm. events. And so we haven't seen that yet. I'm, you know, it, it's weird because on one hand you see Trump supporters 
dig in and and not hear when thing and come up with excuses, make excuses for him, rationalize for him uh, when news like this breaks and continue to believe in him regardless of the facts because they don't care about facts. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, when you what makes the military attack different is it's the military. Yeah. Nobody attacks the military and gets away with it. Yep. And so I, I got to think there's a political price to be paid for that and that we will see it in a poll, I would think, this week. Yeah, and I just can't digest the fact that we're that far gone, that, that Donald Trump can say yeah. those things about the military and get I away know. with it. I cannot I accept that we have reached this point where whatever it is, 35 to 40% are just going... Yeah, fuck the military. Yeah, they're all a bunch of cowards, a bunch <laughs> yeah. of suckers and losers. I, I can't and, accept that yeah, as no, an American. Neither can I. No, and no. hence, hence the potential for despair there yeah, to think yeah. that that's even possible mm-hmm. uh, is frightening. And, and like I said, I don't think we know yet. Hopefully, we'll know soon. I yeah. think there's always sort of this, this slight delay in the reaction in poll numbers. So I'm holding out hope that uh, that will have a damaging effect on him. Because for saying that, he deserves that kind of damage. You know what it's like, Buzz? It's like knowing that you're going to have an emergency surgery on November 3rd and not knowing which way it's going to possibly swing. And that, that's kind of kind of where I am right now. And I think that's contributing you, you, to my you, anxiety. You've been, you've been looking at my medical history, haven't you? <laughs> Right. Oh, shit. Okay, well, now that we've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back in our everyday autumn groove. The kids, some of them are going back to school. Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice. And before you know it, the leaves are going to start changing color. And with so much changing around us, it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time for you. The time you need to take care of yourself and look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in just a matter of minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet too. Takes up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours, so you can take the family apple picking and look your best the whole damn time. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon and costs less than a round of pumpkin spice lattes for you and your friends. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit triplexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and use the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit triplexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. I know this heart better than you I know its scars and what it's been through I know it's hard, these things that we do And I'm sorry for those dreams that never came true The great Michael McDermott You know, I... uh, I can't help it. I got to play one of the songs every damn month. He's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the next Bruce Springsteen. I mean, he is a goddamn genius. Michael McDermott. Link in the description to support Michael McDermott. That's a song uh, called Full Moon Goodbye, by the way, from his Orphans album. Went back to, uh, to that one, which I think so far I've played almost that entire album. The uh, Orphans very, album, very- yeah. Very powerful uh, and emotional melody, and that always yeah. that always works on me. An Bob- emotional melody always gets to me. Absolutely. BobSeska.com slash music if you want to submit your songs to the show. We'll play them here, play them on the Indie Music Countdown at the end of every month. Thank you for doing that, and thank you for supporting all of the indie bands here on the show. Okay, Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward revelations keep coming out. And again, I wish we could, as a nation... Take a little more time with some of these bombshells because they are absolutely harrowing. I mean, you start with the most mild one that's come out over the last 48 hours or so, which is where Bob Woodward confirmed, and this was on his uh, interview uh, on 60 Minutes the other night, Mm -hmm. 
confirmed that Trump's much-hyped travel restriction against China prompted tens of thousands of travelers simply to return from China China to the United States by way of Europe through New York's JFK airport. So instead of traveling from China across the Pacific to, say, Seattle, instead, all those people, after the restriction was laid down by Donald Trump, all those people simply traveled to Europe the other way, and, and and then to JFK Airport, where we had this gigantic, you know, of course, we all remember what happened in New York City. In in New York City, and this perhaps explains what's happened in Europe. Yeah, ex- exactly, goddamn right. So Donald Trump contributed to that glut, almost directly, uh-huh. of infections and cases wow. that we had in New York City for the wow. early part of all of this. And he did it while ignoring a travel from Europe, uh, not not thinking mm-hmm. that they might buy, uh, you know, that they might take a stopover yeah. Yeah. Uh, along the way to the United States by by way of Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that apparently never occurred to the administration, and all the while taking credit for saying, I acted early, I, I implemented the China travel ban. Well, no, you, you made it worse, as Bob just illustrated, and worse yet, you gave it to Europe. Yeah. And uh, uh, and and then you didn't close the gate to Europe. Uh, unbelievable. It really, really is. And again, puts the blame squarely in Trump's lap as far as I'm concerned. He did the wrong thing. I mean, what was the number? 40,000 people traveled from China to the United yeah, States after right. that travel, travel restriction. In fact, Bob Woodward was very careful to say it wasn't a travel ban. It was right. just a travel restriction, which is a much... Barely that. Yeah, again, it was the least Donald Trump could do without doing nothing, and he keeps mm-hmm. bragging about it as if he, you know, it's as all if he's he cured cancer or something like that. Because it's, it's the only thing he did, and he stopped, and I reported this months ago, yeah. after he did that, he stopped doing anything right. except obfuscate, and uh, while telling Bob Woodward just how truly... You know, we thought he was just a lot of... It's always hard to tell how much of it is idiot and how much of it is evil yeah you know and i think what we've learned here is that although he has both qualities in spades uh evil wins out because he knew this stuff he knew the facts he knew the science back in february and march and uh, intentionally went out and told the public the very opposite of that and as we say in dismay, uh, most of his people still cling to him. And, you know, we often go to the idiocy aspect of all of this, Buzz, because our first reaction is to think, well, oh, he he's just he's just being a dumb guy because we don't want to imagine that our president is fucking psychotic. We don't yeah, both. because it's too hard to digest. It's too painful to know that, oh, shit. The guy with the nuclear codes on the biscuit in his pants pocket is talking like a fucking psychopath. So we immediately go to, oh, he's just being a fucking idiot. He's not He's not just being an idiot. He's capable of so much more than yeah, that. He's, yeah. he's absolutely being an idiot. But more than that, he is evil, which, mm-hmm. I, which I think makes him doubly dangerous. Well, so this is, again, this should be an administration ender right here. This bit of news. On April 13th, Trump told Bob Woodward it's on tape that the virus was so easily transmissible he said you wouldn't believe it those are donald trump's exact words april 13th then trump elaborated to uh bob woodward on a with a story about a, a meeting in the oval office in which someone sneezed and then everyone ran for the exits including donald trump i mean it was just right out of the door as you know i'm sure Seeing Donald that, Trump move that fast is a rare it's like, occasion. Like watching people run into a Trump rally. It was like that. Was- <laughs> exactly right. So someone sneezed. Everyone bugs out, including Donald Trump. So this is what's happening inside the White House mm-hmm. while at the same time, again, that was April 13th, four days later, Donald Trump is tweeting, liberate See, Michigan, liberate Virginia, or liberate Minnesota. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He do- continued to double down and triple down as he's done all his life. And here's where I am. And I know it's my job, and I'm doing my job to enumerate these things. <laughs> I'm getting tired of enumerating these things. Yeah. In many ways, they are all the same. Mm-hmm. And in all ways, they will be solved, hopefully, on November 3rd or in the immediate days after yeah yeah i really hope they are and again i don't know <laughs> that's the thing oh i like yeah weird... I, I i feel very confident about about the outcome of the election despite the closeness of the race and uh, and all the perils and pitfall one of the things i'm doing 
I think well, let me let me give you a preview. Of my the title of my newscast this week is "I Believe We're Getting Some Interference," <laughs> uh, because, because and interference really will be the theme: interference by Trump, interference by the Republicans, interference by the Russians. Yeah, uh, and uh, y- you know, y- y- I will be enumerating all of these things, but I'm tired of enumerating. I'm ready, as I know everyone is, uh, to to have this election to get it decided. And uh, to get that guy out of there so we can save democracy, there's still time to do so. And only if we vote him out can that be done. In August, Trump told Bob Woodward, nothing more could have been done. That's a direct quote. Nothing more could have been done about the coronavirus. You know, this is one of the things that is uh, enraging me when I hear reactions like this to the coronavirus. Yes, there are myriad things that could have been done. There was a pandemic response plan that was laid out by the Obama administration, which Donald Trump could have very easily just co-opted, rebranded, and called it his own, and then laid it all out with the Lee Greenwood rah-rah patriotism that we do after every national crisis in this country, certainly what we did after 9-11, and turn the response to this virus into our patriotism Patriotic, God bless America, wave the flag duty as Americans. And you know what? We would have been grumbling about it, but you know, it would have been done by now. About three months in, we had the capacity as a nation to step up and do the right thing, to act like responsible grown-ups, for fuck's sake. That's all it would have required. Acting like responsible grown-ups for three months. Well, you know, what, yeah, were the, but, what were the experts saying back in, in July, Buzz? They were saying if we wore a mask, if everyone wore a mask mm-hmm. for two months, this thing would be all but eradicated. And, yeah, and two, that's what we could have done. Yeah. Or maybe even less. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this could have been stopped in its tracks months and months ago. Not just yeah. months ago, but months and months ago. Mm-hmm. And and it, it wasn't done. And uh, we know what wasn't done, and we know what the results of it are, and we must never forget that, certainly not going into the election, but uh, none of it surprises me or us. Yeah. And uh, it's all it's all par for the course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's all more of the same. And uh, it's all it's at this point uh, virus under the bridge. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can't do anything about that now. What we can do is vote that guy out of office. <laughs> By nice self edit on, on, on November third, uh, because that's the only it's our only hope. And yeah. like I said, my frustration. I, I'm I'm confident about the out, outcome of the election. Mm. What I'm not confident about are the days uh, between now and January twentieth. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what, again, it's that constant feeling. I keep describing it this way. I've been describing it this way for years, and it's like we're leaning too, leaning too far back in our chair. That's exactly the right one. Uh, because it it literally is that sensation that like oh shit oh god oh god damn it what's got, what's happening and, and we should vote we should vote accordingly and <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry that uh, you know in many ways that feels like the only thing we can do obviously mm. th- there's more I'm doing what I can both publicly and privately yeah. uh, t- toward this end and I hope that others are too I'm frustrated that I can't do more that mm-hmm. I can't. You know, be volunteering more. My time is well consumed by by what I hope is the service of of informing people, and and also, like I said, the little things I do privately. Yeah, uh, I try to I try to make up for what what I hope everyone else is out there doing because we need that kind of groundwork uh, to uh, to make sure that. Trump does not get reelected. And I'm sure you've seen the quote uh, going back to last week's Bob Woodward revelations, the initial batch of them that came out. And I keep going over this nonsense that Trump is repeating at his rallies and his press conferences and everything else. I didn't want to cause a panic. I didn't want to cause a panic. And then all of his people, Fox News, he didn't want to cause a panic. Listen, Donald Trump's the anti-panic guy, except for everything else. He's the anti-panic, except for all of those other caravans. Right. He did want you and go. And again, and I talk about this this week, too, uh, going into the 2018 midterms, oh, the country's going to be invaded by a, a caravan of marauders who are a thousand miles away. And it never it never happened. Yeah. It never, ever, ever happened. It was but he was trying to scare voters, especially uh, white Republican voters, rural voters into believing that uh, the country was being invaded at its southern border. Oh, this is the guy who doesn't want to invoke fear. That's right. Uh, th- 
this is the guy who warned of a Muslim invasion mm-hmm. and 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 instituted a, a Muslim ban. But but he doesn't want you to be afraid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, he had no problem lying about the virus, and it raises all sorts of questions. Why, which hopefully the Trump Crimes Commission can sort out after January twentieth. Yeah, and if you accept the fact, and again, this goes to the idiots who just do not grasp reality anymore. If you accept the fact that Donald Trump was trying not to create a panic, you must also accept the fact that there was something to panic about, which means the virus is real. The seriousness of it is real. You can't just say, well, Well, he was just trying not to cause a panic and fuck everything else. You can't say he can't do that. Here again, Bob, your mistake is using (laughs) logic. I know. Uh, Fuck me. And and you know what? We all, all progressives, need to really know this. Say it over and over. It should become our mantra. They don't listen to facts. You're wasting your time with facts. Facts do not improve impress them what impresses them is emotion yeah uh, use religion if you have to i know i talked about that some months back on this show uh use whatever tools are available to appeal to their emotions mm-hmm. because that's how they got in the situation they're in and we got to talk about this i almost mentioned it earlier when you first brought it up how do we you know what do we do about a populace uh that's this ill-informed yeah. and so adamantly so well, uh, you know, uh, we, we've got to, as soon as possible, address education. You know, because we don't have anything else to do, like <laughs> like save the planet and right. let kids out of cages. And No, I mean, but somewhere on that list needs to be education to make sure this never, ever happens again. That's it. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, and, again, it's... Add that to the list. Throw that onto the pile of... Civics. Exactly, yeah. English, civics, analytical thinking, Mm -hmm. uh, critical thinking, uh, logic. Uh, We need to be teaching these things in school. Citizenship, uh, government, history, and make it freaking interesting for a change because as a lot of us found out this year, you know how many Americans learned this just this year about 1921 Tulsa? (laughs) And, and, yeah. and that's mostly thanks to a comic book that became a TV show. Mm-hmm, that's right. Uh, and that's the only reason we know. It's not because we were taught in schools. Christ, we should have been taught that in schools. Yeah, nobody, we, said, nobody, nobody said that in my school. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, here's the thing. The crisis that we're in right now obviously requires uh-huh. an education component as far as the uh-huh. solution goes. But uh-huh. you know what it also is, Buzz? It's know, also yeah. we have lost touch with... Uh, not just the facts, but we've lost touch in this country with reality. We've lost touch with character. We have lost touch with values. We've lost touch with decency. I mean, I'm not just talking about the people who, you know, have always kind of, we've all kind of done, there's always been political argle-bargle in this country. We've always debated politics. It's always been heated. But now we're at the point where it's so far beyond that, where we are just that so many of us are rejecting the basic values that we consider to be decent in this country. Right. And that, and that I think addresses the other problem we need to face. And, and that is with parenting because Mm -hmm. it's education and parenting. The parent sets the example, the parent guides the child. And if we're raising hateful, ignorant people, uh, then that's partly on the educational system and partly on the parents. Yes, it and is. W- whatever it takes, whether it, you know, whatever it takes to help parents uh, in this uh, to to make because uh, they have to work for a living too. Mm-hmm. So, and, but but it is possible. There is a balance, and and I believe that uh, government can help just as well as we can all help each other. Yeah. But these are things that we absolutely need to address because we can. I mean, some people would rather argue, I suppose. I'd rather fix it so we don't argue because everybody is equally well-informed and arguments are kept to a minimum. There are not two sides to facts. There's only one set of facts. And uh, anything uh, that diverges from those is not just an opinion. It's right. It's misinformation. Yeah. yeah. And I, we need we need to start treating it as such. I would love to be debating Republicans about issues, not about the nature of reality versus fiction. Yeah. Is the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, in other words, we should be debating about the shade of blue. The sky is not whether the sky is blue or green. <laughs> you know, we right. let's try to get on the same freaking page. And yeah. I don't know if we can get back to that or not. I certainly hope so. I know we were there once 
and I, uh, you know, it's going to be a long walk back to, yeah. to getting there. But I, we have to try, and we have to have a populace that's determined to see that through. You know, I've tweeted on more than one occasion. I feel like my job has gone from being a political commentator to disaster assessor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we have. We've yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, again, what I do is enumerate. The disasters, and it is, you know, and I've had people, a few months ago, people were saying to me, Buzz, I don't know how you do it, man. It's just, there's so much. Well, <laughs> guess what, gang? It got more, <laughs> you know. It, it, and, and, and while I told you not to be concerned about me back then, be concerned now because, because it, is, it is very overwhelming, and I'm doing my best to keep up, and I hope to have a complete report. But I, I really, it's gotten to the point I can't make any promises. I'll have something for you on Thursday, but I don't know how far I'll get. That's right. It's For us, it's a day-to-day thing anymore. It's just, I mean, if we, did we it, it make is. it through the day? I think we did. Um, it is, and that's, and that's the least of our problems, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it just, and, and again, this isn't, as I said in the beginning, and I say it still, this isn't about politics for me. This isn't about, and you were talking about issues there. This isn't about conservative ideals versus liberal ideals. This isn't about Republicans versus Democrats. This is about saving the freaking country because things yeah. have gone bananas. Yeah, and it's so distressing to realize that all of those people don't realize. They don't know. They I don't, don't know. They to don't them, understand it's still a what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> to them, it's the Hunger Games. It's a contest. They don't care. Uh, it's, you know, it's all about winning, and it uh, doesn't matter what's right or who's right. Yep. They have no concept whatsoever where their uh, messiah is leading the entire country. They're just clueless about it. Some of them are, aren't very clueless. Some of them know. Some of them are well aware of what Donald Trump is doing to this country, and they're all for it. They're all in favor for it. You know, fuck democracy. But a lot of them are just like, he's just, he's really trying to make America great. No, he's not. He's not at all. Okay, there are a couple stories I want to get to after the break. One about Donald Trump's peace deals turning out to be a big nothing. We're going to talk about that. It's my ongoing jetpacks made of beef theory. (laughs) And then there's also the Nevada rally. I want to talk about a couple things from the Nevada rally too. But first, bacteria and viruses live everywhere. Are you scared yet? Your phone, earbuds, car keys, groceries, packages, wallets, even your face mask. Sanitizing these items is an important part of staying safe and healthy, but it could also mean using harmful chemicals that constantly need to be replaced. The Clean Phone line of products changes all of that. The Clean Phone brand offers a full range of sanitizing products that use ultraviolet light. This is the same technology used to sanitize hospital rooms and medical equipment, too. The Clean Phone products have been tested by independent laboratories and provide the best quality UV sanitizing for every need. The Clean Phone is a device designed for phones and household items as well. It even works as a wireless charger for your cell phone. And now, add the new Clean Phone Wand, a portable handheld unit that can go anywhere and be used to sanitize tablets, computers, packages, groceries, and more. Go to thenewdealshop.com and select the right Clean Phone products for you. Get free FedEx two-day shipping, and as an added bonus, get 10% off FDA-authorized respirator face mass go to thenewdealshop.com now that's free fedex two-day shipping and a bonus 10 percent off fda authorized respirator face mask at thenewdealshop.com go there now thank you Bob Brand new uh, recording artist here on the show, Dawn O'Keefe Williams is her name. This is a song called Woman of Steel from the album of the same name. Really great stuff. Brand new album out uh, this year, in fact. I believe. Yes. I believe that's my first encounter with feminist blues. <laughs> exactly right. Thank you. That puts a, puts but, a nice uh, definition to it. Yeah. Blue blues seems appropriate for the way you and I have been feeling and the way I know a lot of us have been feeling. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, BobSeska.com, uh, eject the uh, podcast page. 
for links to support Don O'Keefe Williams, Michael McDermott, and all the uh, bands here on the show, and also bobsuska.com slash music if you want to submit. Okay, so Nevada, going to just talk about this uh, real quick. First of all, the news came down today that the company that hosted the indoor rally in Nevada was fined... Three thousand dollars. Wow, just the least possible fine. It seems like three thousand dollars for violating state restrictions banning large gatherings. Sunday's rally was held at a facility owned by Extreme Manufacturing in Henderson, Nevada, where thousands of Trump supporters, most of whom were not wearing masks, gathered to hear Trump speak. A senior public information officer for the city of Henderson said a compliance officer quote observed six violations of the directives, and the city's business operations division has issued a business license. Notice of violation to extreme manufacturing and assessed a penalty of $3,000. Why is Trump not being charged? Why is, yeah, that's what I want to know. Why aren't the Trump people why, also being charged? Why, because, why, are, why are they never charged? Yeah, I mean, I know. I, you know, it, it baffles me that we, we have laws, we just don't enforce them. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, I don't know, they're afraid. They're afraid. I think, uh, I think we're going to call on the request line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my, that was my dad, believe it or not. I should have I should have picked up. I should have picked up on the thing. That would, that would have made for an interesting conversation on the air. Uh, but yeah. Uh, by the, and by the way, I, I you know I, I hesitate to correct you. Yeah. But it's pronounced Nevada. Nevada. What it's, did I say? Nevada. A lot of people say Nevada. Okay. And that, that drives people in Nevada insane. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll make a note of it. Nevada. So, All right. Give it that. Give it that flat Kansas A. Nevada. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, w- would it work if I said I was being sarcastic? No, I don't think so. I don't think that would be an excuse. <laughs> well, it works for Trump. He said I was joking. Just say I was. It was just. I was just joking. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Lincoln Project, which continues to do amazing work on uh, yeah. on Twitter and so on, the Lincoln Project put together a 74-second highlight reel of Trump at his Nevada... See? See, I did it mm-hmm. right there. At his Nevada rally the other day. And it's uh, both insane and, and a little bit hilarious. Here's tiny Trump escaping from his cigar box <laughs> in my closet to go out and do a rally in uh, okay. Nevada. You know why he puts the circles? Because he wants to be, like, correct with COVID, but it's not really... Bring it up. Bring it closer. I can't see it. Damn it, silly Comcast. But I call it con, because it's all con. I know some horrible people, horrible human beings, some of the worst people in the world. They'll never find the emails because they were acid washed. Darling, I want to go to bed. I'm exhausted. Donald Trump won the great state of this and that. Darling, let's go out to dinner. My people don't get suppressed. Five and four and three, two. Substance abuse of different kinds. Guns. <laughs> Donald Trump will not do well with women. I say, why? Am I so bad? End it. End it. I want to end it. Darling, somebody just moved next door. Who is it? It's uh, a representative of Antifa. I'm sorry. We cannot take your call right now. He was a left person. He left. He was a real left, all right. The wind isn't blowing tonight. We can't watch television. You want to see a bird cemetery? Walk under a windmill sometime. They pile up. Honestly, it's terrible. I changed that deal a lot. That's now a good deal. And these are statistics that come from people that do this stuff, right? This is not done by my uh, secretary. What did I do? What did I do? How did this happen? All right, see? Wow. <laughs> He's a little that's crazy. Nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a nice montage. My favorite part was five, four, three, <laughs> two. I don't know what that was supposed to be, but yeah. That was yeah, we don't. Yeah. Most of what he says, we don't know what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. We're just, we're, just, we're just marking time here until the election, <laughs> honestly, at this point. Such a weirdo. But meanwhile, he was in California talking about how. It's going to start getting cooler, you just watch. Remember the roundtable that he did? I think Gavin Newsom was there, a bunch oh, of other officials from California. I fell over. I mean, he, this is maybe the stupidest thing he's ever said. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, here's what I think his reaction was all about, right? So okay. two two separate people in that roundtable were trying to reason with Donald Trump about ah. the climate crisis. It's getting, Told you, it won't work. It's getting hotter, Mr. President. Things are catching on fire because it's getting hotter. I mean, Gavin Newsom was like, you know, Mr. President, only 5% of all the forests in California are run by the state or managed by the state. The rest, federal government manages all the rest of it. And Trump's like, right. yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Next. 
And so he's like yeah, not even him. acknowledging the fact that everything that he's been saying about he, the forest is kind of his responsibility, not California's responsibility. Yeah, and he only hears what he wants to hear. He right. just doesn't, if it doesn't match his beliefs, he doesn't listen to it. But then the one official starts talking about the climate crisis and Donald Trump's reaction is, well, it's going to start getting cooler. You just watch. The scientists mm-hmm. don't know what they're talking about. But here's right. here's my interpretation of what that actually meant. Okay. When he said it's going to start getting cooler, I think Donald mm-hmm. Trump was just talking about winter. Fall. Yeah. Fall and winter. Yeah, fall yeah. and winter. Yeah. yeah. Not I, I, anything to do with the climate crisis. Well, you know, naturally it gets, it gets cold. And <laughs> it was a way of answering without answering. But yeah, I, I mean, that's what, that's what I ultimately decided he meant. I mean, when I first heard it, I thought he was predicting yeah. that the world's climate would get cooler. No, I think you're right. I think he was talking about the coming of winter. Yeah, and making himself seem as if he's got some sort of Kreskin-like ability to foresee the future. Oh, you yeah, just what? watch. I've seen a calendar, buddy. You just watch. I've got to summon up my ability, my omniscience. And it's just like, oh, shit, yeah, it's going to be winter. It's winter. That's what it is. Okay, so meanwhile, there was this other series of stories about, you know, the Donald Trump talking about all the peace deals. He's got a lot of peace deals going on in the Middle East, but yeah. they're not. They're not peace no, deals. none and of them. Big Washington Post story about this today. And the key takeaway is this. It says here, uh, according to the Washington Post, both the UAE and Bahrain already communicate and engage with Israel. This is something they're already doing. Right. And the three countries were not locked in anything close to conflict. The UAE-Israel strategic relationship was fueled by mutual fears of Iran and formalized by the United States, said a Middle East analyst at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. Uh, He continued on by saying it's an example of Trump slapping his name on a hotel that was essentially already built. So that's the extent of these peace deals with Bahrain and the UAE and Israel. I I understand Jared Kushner's negotiating a deal between Missouri and Arkansas. (laughs) That's right. Jesus God. This is again, this is my thesis about the jetpacks made of beef. This is Donald Trump. Saying, you know what, I can just say whatever and call it whatever, and it doesn't have to actually exist. As long as I say it exists, well, then it exists. And so that includes peace deals. I, I I feel people have enough to deal with, and I know it's my responsibility to cover as much news as possible, and and if anybody's heard, I I do. Yeah. Uh, this is a story. These are stories that I have completely ignored, as if they did not happen, <laughs> because they did not happen. Right. Uh, they, these are not peace deals, as Bob said. This changes nothing. Mm-hmm. This stops no fighting. Uh, this resolves things that were already long resolved. Uh, in other words, nothing happened yeah it is not my job to report that nothing happened it's my job to report what did happen and if something does happen in that (laughs) regard i'll be sure and pass it along but nothing here has happened that's right and meanwhile you have those two scandinavian far-right politicians who are basically like swedes for trump i mean that's kind of the dynamic there the swedes for trump decided to nominate him for a nobel peace prize now since then all of fox news of course donald trump's twitter feed as well you know the entire red hat entertainment complex going nuts in jubilation over the fact that donald trump was nominated for a nobel peace prize which was basically a setup one of their allies as i oh, said sure. in in sweden went ahead and did this and at the same time there are literally uh, like i think there's something like 300 to 400 different nominees. There is nothing particularly special um, in the grand scheme. I mean, in a relative sense, it would be amazing if I got nominated for a Nobel well, Peace yes, Prize. Yes, Bob, <laughs> it's an honor. It's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, there's not a chance in hell that he's going to win. Uh, they just needed an opportunity to say, see, he ain't as dumb as you thought. There's so many people who are just so willing. To go, yay, Donald Trump's telling us the truth. He speaks his mind. He's always... He's smart. Oh, he's smart. He got he got nominated for one of them Nobel Prizes. <laughs> telling it like it is. Yeah, and of course, there was the typo. You saw the typo, right? right oh, yeah. Name. Yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. But again, these people being willfully snowed by the most notorious con man in the history of American politics. I mean, far and away... <laughs> 
adamantly, yeah. adamantly willfully snowed, yeah. which is, I think, a new twist on things. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my God. Look, our guy got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. That's totally legit. Oh, like, crap. like everything okay. else he's done. Yeah. Do you believe it's over? I, I hear music. I is it, Really? Are we ending here? Yeah, I think we're being played out. <laughs> okay. I can't believe it. Where yeah. did the time go, Bob? <sighs> Shit. I, I think... <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. Where did I, the last four years go, Bob? I, I, and you know what? Where did the last eight months go, for God's sake? Just, I mean, again, time wow. being peeled off of our lives by a professional con artist. Jesus H. Okay. Well, at least we know where the next 20 minutes is going. So we're going to talk about on the uh, post-mortem show here coming up. As soon as this music is done playing, we keep on talking. It's called the post-mortem show. We're going to talk about... Uh, the Indonesian solution for the anti-maskers. We're going to talk about that. That's interesting. an interesting little twist to the In- <laughs> mask versus anti-mask country. people. Yeah. yeah. Indonesia. Yeah. Indonesia has the solution down pat. It'd be a little difficult to do it here, but they've got the right idea there. Very clever. Yeah, yeah. We might also talk about how Michael Caputo will kill us all. Hey, Caputo. Caputo. He's a fucking, hey, Caputo, forget about it. Gabagoo, Caputo. Uh, I want to talk about that Craigslist ad that's been going around. I, I think ah. it, I think it might be fake. It's it's a fake Craigslist ad. See, now I've, I've said everything that needs to be said about it. Uh, or have you? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Patreon.com slash Bob Seska Show or BobSeskaShow.com if you're into the whole brevity thing, dude. Um that's where you support the show. Uh, it's the best way to support the show, in fact. If you sign up at $5 a month, you get two post-mortem shows. Sign up at $10 a month, you get two post-mortem shows every week, plus the Friday after party. $15 a month to get you all that crap, plus we take out all the commercials from the Tuesday and Thursday shows for you. It is called the ultimate edition of, uh, of this show. It's all taking place on our Patreon page. Don't miss out. Join the fun over there. Huge community building up. All of our uh, listeners communicating and talking and Making friends for life on our Patreon page, so don't miss out on all of that. Meanwhile, and for a, for a hundred bucks, we throw in the Chris Evans dick pic. <laughs> I'm keeping that for myself. BuzzBurbank.com if you want to listen to Buzz Burbank news and comment. Also, RealmNetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. It's every Thursday. It's the best hour of news you're going to get all week. Meanwhile, Sexy Liberal Podcast Network at sexyliberal.com. The next Sexy Liberal virtual tour is coming up, I believe, on the 26th. Cool. And I'm making a teeny tiny appearance, too, on that one. Oh, yay. Teeny tiny. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Now that we've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back in our everyday autumn groove. The kids, some of them are going back to school. Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice. And before you know it, the leaves are going to start changing color. And with so much changing around us, it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time for you. The time you need to take care of yourself and look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in just a matter of minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet too. Takes up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours so you can take the family apple picking and look your best the whole damn time. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon and costs less than a round of pumpkin spice lattes for you and your friends. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit triplexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and use the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit triplexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home... Yes, cool. ...or attending one live... You can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.